Welcome to Miked Up on Ohm. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden, and you're here for another hour of unapologetic, unapologetically black activist radio talk. And I am here with a surprise guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's going on? This is Benny Starr. All right, now. Up in here. Okay. <laughs> now, this we called an audible on this one, right? So we wanted to, we wanted to, I thought it was important that we, um, that you come in today mm-hmm. because we just saw some news break on um, online. The city paper came out with a very important article today, right? Right. Right. Before I get into that, because I, you know, this show is janky. You know, this is grassroots. This is ninety six point three FM on radio. You're not commercial <laughs> community, a nonprofit radio station. We're broadcasting live from workshop at fifteen oh three King Street. Uh, so yeah, come. Well, yeah, if you're hungry, you can come to the food court. You can. Get a bite. You can see us. Well, also, you know, you know, I'm always doing two things at once. So I'm going live on IG, um, and uh, so you can find us there. Or also, you can stream on radio on the OM app or online. Yeah. So that's all out the way. So Benny, just jump back into the show because I'm on Orthodox. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. You know this about me, though. I do know. You appreciate this. I appreciate it. Okay. A lot. All right. All right. So yeah, today the city paper came out with an article. Mm-hmm. And um, for those who follow you, Benny, um, well, first, just tell them know who you are for those who don't know who you are. Yeah, um, I'm a hip-hop artist here in Charleston, uh, born and raised in Pineville, South Carolina. Shout out to everybody who what, what, tuning what, in what? from Pineville, mm-hmm. Berkeley County. So um, all things low country, culture, um, high quality art, justice, mm. all those things are very important to me. So I try to weave that into my work and, and, and be an advocate for those things and stand for those things. You know? So you will, you will consider yourself an, an activist artist or artist activist? Artist activist, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so lately, um, I know you because you're my friend, but like, I what I really enjoy seeing is you step into more of that activist voice mm-hmm. um, and really just kind of set the pace for a lot of artists who may feel like they don't, they cannot both be creative and have something to say for a fear of perhaps losing opportunities, and mm-hmm. you're kind of dispelling that myth. Yeah. Yeah. You feel how you feel. You feel you feel lonely out there, or what? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's lonely, but you know, your integrity, knowing that you have your integrity intact, mm. I can I can go to sleep by myself. There you go. When you know your integrity intact, right. so while it's lonely, you 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 can be at a happy place right. by yourself. Right. You know? I think I saw that in your Instagram stories today. You know. It's, it's something that, that um, talked about walking alone. But yeah. as long as you know that. That's it. That, you know what I mean? That you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, back to the article uh, that we were talking about. But uh, so a while ago, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. um, I know I saw you listed as one of the featured presenters at TEDx Charleston. Right. So you tell me, just take me back to TEDx and tell just what's, what's going on. Because basically you dropped out. Right. A lot of people didn't know why specifically, but then you came out with a video. Right. But before we get to that, go, go ahead and tell people your story. Uh, well, one of my supporters urged me, a few of my supporters urged me to um, apply for, you know, TEDx Charleston. Mm-hmm. And I had previously done TEDx years ago in Greenville. Uh, okay. It was curated by uh, an, a really dope, amazing queer black woman, mm. and it was beautiful. I had no issues at all. In fact, I was encouraged mm-hmm. to, you know, be who I am, express myself right. in all ways. At Greenville. In Greenville, mm-hmm. right. So I applied. This was shortly uh, around the time or right after a water album. Mm-hmm. We did a water album at, at uh, Music Hall. And uh, a little while after that, as we're getting closer and closer to the show, I was made aware mm-hmm. of some things. Mm-hmm. Some things. Uh, some things. Oh wow! And <laughs> me, I don't want to. I don't. I don't like to jump to conclusions about stuff. So right. sometimes I might take my time and kind of circle the wagons a little bit. So I tried to do that, make sure what I was hearing mm-hmm. was accurate, and it was accurate. Okay. Um, so you were hearing something about mistreatment of some other presenters. Definitely, right. I was here. I heard about racist comment, mm-hmm. a racist comment being made. I heard about uh, censorship. Now, as a black man, as a black artist, mm-hmm. racist comments hit me, mm-hmm. um, cut me very deeply. Right. Uh, even if I'm not the recipient of said right. comments, right. I feel that because right. the experience is there, right? Mm-hmm. And when I hear about censorship also as a as black artist, artist mm-hmm. and I know how hard hip-hop and so many other forms, uh, art right. forms, cultural art forms that were born in our community, 
has had to work mm -hmm. to have equal access and representation right. in, in, in places like here. Right. Those things both cut me real deep. So I'm, I did my due diligence and tried to make sure that these things did indeed happen. Mm -hmm. Once I was able to confirm that these things did indeed happen mm -hmm. and then no action that satisfied me mm, had taken place, had taken place mm -hmm. in response, okay. uh, I sent in my resignation. Okay. I resigned myself from participating in that event because it didn't make any sense right. to me. Right. to do that. And see, I think that's the that's the place where a lot of people make a very inter interesting decision. And I won't ever like judge anyone for doing what's best for them, for their art, because I know that the TEDx Charleston platform is a substantial platform for many. Yeah, it, can, it can launch careers, it can help highlight specific interests. So I, I won't judge anyone or indict them for, for, or for staying, but I will say this as a black activist um, who's seen Charleston time and time again kind of continue to create these platforms that are riddled with um, bias or blind spots or uh, some sort of um, oppressive elements to mm -hmm. it. After seeing this happen over and over again, it was refreshing and encouraging to see you kind of demonstrate courage mm -hmm. um, to walk away. Yeah, why do you... So I guess what, I'm, what I want to ask is, you know, when it came time for you to withdraw and you did do your due diligence, you investigated the situation, you found out, you found cooperating, mm -hmm. you know, evidence to mm -hmm. support the claims. You know, how hard was it for you to just say, hey, I'm going to withdraw my name? Not hard. It, that one wasn't hard. That one wasn't hard. You didn't think about losing supporters or corporate you know, support. If you had asked me that question maybe a few years ago, I would have said, yeah, mm -hmm. immediately I would have thought about that. But then I realized, why would I agree to have my work, my performance, bring along other artists and musicians onto that stage mm -hmm. and have my work or my performance sit there and live on that platform in perpetuity. Right. right. Knowing what I know has been a lackluster response, a really disrespectful response from leadership. And then I spoke directly with leadership. Right. And was wildly unimpressed. So the organizers. Yeah, yeah I spoke directly with the curator. Right. Um, when the events happened, because when I sent that resignation letter in, mm -hmm. of course, it's, well, you know, how do we make this right? Define what it means to make this right. Mm -hmm. If you're saying making this right, how do we get you to perform again? Because you are a right. name that attracts people. Right. That ship has sailed because of your lackluster response. Right. Where's the? I need to see the leadership if I'm going to be on board. Right. And and I'm not in a leadership position. Right. I think that's that's my um to me so to me it's, it becomes a justice issue. Mm -hmm. Right. When you've um disenfranchised a person or a group of people, a class of folk. Um, be it through the treatment of the, that person or that class of people, mm -hmm. um, it's a, it becomes a justice issue, and they needed to make the issue. They need to make things just. Right. And oftentimes here in Charleston, and I want to ask questions and not always just pontificate. Nah, but, pontificate. Nah. <laughs> I don't want to be the Stephen A. Smith <laughs> of social justice. I really don't. Hot <laughs> takes. Hot takes. I got them. I got them. Yeah, go ahead. The audacity, unmitigated goal. <laughs> you got to get that baby filter on. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nah, but like... But like yeah, it seems like we like there was no pursuit of like let's do what's right. Like let's let's get out in front of this by by being bold. Like I I never see that here in Charleston. I always see us rush, or rather, I see the institutions rush to the handholding to the reconciliation, without going through the steps of atonement first. Right. And I think is is that something you often see too? Definitely. Yeah. I think it's because oftentimes white comfort is prioritized. Mm -hmm. So all these issues are approached from a standpoint of how do we protect white comfort as right. much as possible. Like make people feel... Make people feel at ease. Right, like right. let's go through this thing, but we can do it and we can <laughs> we can hold hands and we can walk the bridge. And yes, bad things have happened, but I'm still comfortable if right, you are. Right, that, right. Those, th you, can't, right. you can't solve a problem that way. It's not just. It's not centering the people who've been... Who've been uh, who've been harmed, and right. that's what I told the curator directly. Like, right. if you, one of the wildest things that I remember in that phone call, and you know, it's just, it's, it is what it is. Right. Um, I remember there was a part on the phone call where it, it was actually said, like, "Hey, what if I allow the presenters to do <laughs> their presentations exactly how they wanted to do it from the jump?" And I had to stop right there, and I said. <laughs> this right. is so wild. Right. I remember saying, well, that's the floor, not the ceiling. Right. So that's now we're baseline. back at zero. Right. That's not a solution. Right. You can't steal right. um uh you can't steal something from me. Right. Think that okay, 
I'm giving it back to you. <laughs> now is. we're square. Right. Right. No, there has to be a process. You got right. uh, something, you know. Yeah. So. The more, yes, the more atonement. It's more atonement yeah. has to happen. Yeah. yeah. And that is interesting. Um, let me ask you this. What do you what would you have liked to have seen um, take place? Because I, it, at that point you had withdrawn on what date? You I believe it was the 19th, maybe 19th. Of March. Probably so, yeah. Right, the 19th of March. And for those who, uh, again, um, we're, re- we're referencing the city papers, uh, they just released uh, uh, an article uh, covering the TEDx controversy. Uh, Benny has, before that, when, when did you post the video? I think it was on uh, the 12th. Yep, May, May 12th you posted on your Instagram. Right. Your video, you sat down with a local documentarian and you, mm-hmm. you documented this experience. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Jason with Jason um, Redeem, man. Shout yeah, out to him with, with Black Collective. Yeah, yeah Black shout Collective. out to just amazing, dope storytellers. And that's what we need to see more of here. Right. Diverse storytellers from all a myriad of perspectives, not right. just black, a lot um, of perspectives and identities. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that went up on the 12th. And so this article kind of follows that, but. It, it seems like um, Heath Ellison, the reporter who covered it, mm-hmm. who's credited with writing the article, it seems like he really dug deep for this. I mean, from what I know of Heath's work, yeah. and, and I know Heath, had, and I respect his work as a journalist tremendously. He's covered you as a musician? As he's covered artist. me before, okay. yeah. And the way he covers me, he's the, the interactions I've had with him from stories and other stories that mm-hmm. he's written about other uh, topics, I, I just like his style of journalism he really digs for everything mm-hmm. um and after reading the article i was like well this is it, it pretty much lays everything out mm-hmm. like i one of the things i took away from it i always want the people who support me uh the people who are part of the community here mm-hmm. and beyond i want them to understand i don't cry wolf right you right. know if i'm saying something if i have to take myself away if i'm saying something is wrong I may be wrong and I'll, I'm willing to be, you know, to stand corrected. Right. But if I pull away from something or if I say, man, this is wrong, I'm not just trying to make a scene. Mm. There's something there. Okay. So you don't, you don't typically like pull away from or withdraw from uh, entertainment acts or. No. No. I, I like to honor my commitments mm. in that way. So, no. And I didn't, let, I didn't actually finish my question earlier. What would you have liked to have seen? Um, in terms of justice, what would justice look like in that time period? I got, I got I got a little away from it because I was trying to. So this stuff happened around March, early March, and leading into mid March. What would you have liked to see them do? Well, I would say once if I was in that position, mm-hmm. once I found out that this thing occurred, mm-hmm. investigation happens. Investigation happens. Mm-hmm. You confirm that it did happen. Whoever was the person who made the comments gotta go mm-hmm. because i think there's something there that says if you, you if you see nothing if you're able to make that comment to a person's face right something like that what was said mm-hmm. um you gotta go right. this just isn't the place for you right uh, then i would have to make sure that the, the persons or those involved who've been done wrong who've been done harm mm-hmm there would have to be a conversation there, some form of justice. How Was do we make this right? Like, did they ever say, beyond saying, hey, we'll let them present without any um, edits, did, did they ever suggest that, hey, we're going to sit down with them and ask them what, you know, ask them what justice looks like or what, what recompense looks like? Did they ever suggest that? Not that, that I know of. Not that you know of? Not, not that yeah, I know of. And it's, it, I think that insistence on the leadership to say, hey, a wrong has been done to you, mm-hmm. and we're insistent. Did they ever publicly say that outside no. of this article today? Not that I know of, no. Okay, because today in the article, Heath was able to have them either they directly or he confirmed that the incident did take place. Definitely. And that there were, the, I guess, I don't know if he explicitly said the censorship issue happened. I think there's still some vagary or some, I don't know. It seems that someone did report right. that they felt censored oh, okay. after the release of the video with so they just Black did, Collective. They Mark, didn't disclose right. who, but someone spoke up after you. Definitely. And said, hey, I was censored as well. Oh, right. Oh, wow. So he was able to uncover that as well. Okay, so, right. yeah, you didn't see certain things that would denote that, that uh, change was going to come. Right. Yeah, okay. And, y- you know, when I'm reading an article and I see it jump straight to diversity. Ha! <laughs> That troubles me. D E I and R E I. We love it. We yeah. love diversity and um, equity or and, and inclusion, but we don't really get into the real issues of systemic 
right. oppression, white supremacy. We never talk about white supremacy. Right. You can't jump to diversity immediately right. as a solution, I think, before you're willing to show strong leadership. And you show strong leadership with being transparent, right. being honest about right. what happened, maintaining or, or creating an environment that reeks of integrity to mm. say, you know what, this happened on my watch. Mm. I don't approve of it. I don't allow it. I'm going to fix it. Mm. I'm going to have a community discussion on how to fix it. Mm. I'm, I'm basically putting myself at the mercy of the community that I serve in that way so there can be a relationship of, of uh, trust there on both ends. They exhibited none of that. Wow. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. Again, for those just jumping in, it's about 4.15. So this is Tamika a.k.a. Mika Gadsden. This is Miked Up on Ohm, an hourly activist uh, talk show. Uh, and I'm here with my special guest, surprise guest, Benny Starr. And we're talking about the recent developments, as reported in the city paper, regarding TEDx Charleston. And you're listening to 96.3 FM on radio, broadcasting live from Workshop, which is located at 1503 King Street. And remember, this is a non-profit, non-commercial radio station, so we need your community. We need the community to help us, right, and support us. So please make sure you head to our website, which is something I always flub, www.omradio963.org to find ways for you to stream and support OM Radio. I'm going to take a little Meg the Stallion break, y'all, so uh, we'll catch you on the other side. This house and they going through your safe. Hands on your knees, knees buzz it back, ayy. Through the tights, you can see the seat is bad, ayy. Through the pockets, I can see a back, ayy. I'm a money making, no cap, ayy. Hot it out, but you already knew that. Even if I brought them to you, still couldn't get your boo back. I ain't finna argue with you, this ain't how we do that. You was already mad, I'm just adding something to that, ayy. Simon says, put your hands on your hips, huh? I'm trying to come for that ass face. 
got them making a mess in this car. I got them falling in love with me. I got them all in the mouth spinning. I said, if I come and give you this egg, since you gon' know what to do with it. I got them falling in love with me. I got them all in the mouth spinning. I said, if I come and give you this egg, since you gon' know what to do with it. Work, 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 work. Bend it over, touch them toes, huh? Make that booty go, huh? Throw that, throw that back, uh? Like the tussie roll, ay, ay. Drunk as huh? Throw that, throw that up, ay. When he get behind it, uh? Kiss up, yeah. playing Megan on <laughs> <the Stallion> own <laughs> with no regard for like people wondering where the banjos and indie rock went okay <laughs> what's up this is Mika Gazden this is Miked Up on Ohm it's a weekly activist radio show we're broadcasting live from workshop and you can find us on the dial at 96.3 FM on radio you can also find us online at ohmradio963.org um, yeah, and we're here with uh, my special guest, um, Benny Starr. Yes, ma'am. All right, cool. All right. Um, so we were talking about TEDx, mm-hmm. and we are going to transition because, you know, your community of supporters, as you call them, um, I know they want to hear about what you got coming down the, the pike, So, um, but we just want to wrap it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. As someone who, like you said, you alluded to earlier that you feel a little lonely sometimes being the one that kind of... Not saying that you have to and, oh, I got to kick open these doors. I got to be the, the trendsetter. Right. But I think you probably naturally, and I'm a, I'm supposing, I'm, I'm assuming, you naturally fall into a position of leadership. You have a leading voice. I, I'll say that. I think you can own that. Yeah. At your age, what, 31? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can walk. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, you, you, you're in a certain position of leadership, at least culturally here. What would you like to see from your contemporaries or from just anyone here? Any, you don't even have to be a, an entertainer, entertainer I, would, I would suspect. What would you like to see more from, from black folk here when something like this arises? When something like this arises, I think I sought counsel. Mm. That's something I like to do when situations like this happen. I don't want to always assume. I have a certain natural feel about things. Mm. And that when I say natural, I mean a combination of my intuition, also education, Mm -hmm. enrichment, and and ability to critically think about things, understand how complex all of these things have been, Mm -hmm. which have led us to where we are. Mm -hmm. But also I like to seek counsel. I think seeking wise counsel is something that's very important. Uh, and not being afraid to walk away from things because I realize I am the magic. Mm. In so many of the scenarios, I'm the draw. Right. So if I'm the draw and the draw leaves, what do you have? You're the leverage. So, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So I would love to, I want more of my contemporaries to realize that they are the magic, understanding their value, and walking away from one opportunity that lacks uh, integrity mm-hmm. will not keep you from the opportunities that are meant for you that allow you to keep your integrity intact. So when you walked away from TEDx, a widely popular platform, like everyone, it was sold out quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, if I'd known, personally, I know probably about three people that presented on that stage. Mm-hmm. I know two of them um, specifically well. Um, so everyone knows someone that was on that stage essentially here in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, since you walked away from that platform, did your opportunities dry up? Did you have reper- repercussions? I, but did you have any blowback? Any blowback? I had a little blowback. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I had a little blowback. Okay. Um, but nothing, 
nothing to me that is significant mm. uh, because it wasn't a tough decision mm. in, in my eyes mm. based on what had happened. What's hard is <laughs> preparing to perform an album <laughs> live for 900 people. Like you did. Like I did yeah. in the very <laughs> same building months ago, oh, months wow. before yeah, TEDx. the same building. Selling that out. Now that would have been interesting if it, you would have did a water album and then just kind of like, oh, well. Exactly. Because <laughs> you, so, you, you, you express some very specific themes on a water album. Exactly. Wow. So how would I have been able to square both of those decisions because, and it even was presented to me at one point during the conversation that I had with the curator that I think this would be a great opportunity for you to continue to get your message out there. And I had to respectfully disagree. Ooh, that's interesting. And say my message is already out there. Uh, my message yeah. will continue to get out there because right. I think it's a message of truth and justice. So I did ask, like, um, did any opportunities dry up? Not at all. No. Not and and I I can't guarantee that that'll be the thing every time, mm -hmm. you know. No, you that, can't. That, that, that's not. I'm not saying it's always going to be, mm -hmm. you know, paradise after you make a decision like that. But at the end of the day, you do what you know is right. What'll help you sleep at night? And I know in this city, mm -hmm. with the history of this city, right. and with what I'm trying to do from an artistic standpoint, and as it pertains to justice mm -hmm. and people who are marginalized, mm -hmm. those two things couldn't both exist at the same time. I yeah. couldn't follow through with it and yeah. be who I am. I think racism is a, is a non-starter for me. That's so. a, yeah, that's pretty much a non-starter. Yeah. So how has your community, like, what kind of feedback have you gotten from family, from fans, from, oh, you know? I, it's just been really, really overwhelmingly supportive, and, you know, we got you, and we trust you, and if you say this happened from what we've come to know from you. Right, you don't cry wolf. I don't cry say. wolf. Right. Which is, and that's... That goes into a whole nother conversation that I won't just veer off into, but that relationship mm -hmm. between me as an artist and the people who, I mean, they really dial into my work, mm -hmm. they support my work, they lift up my work, mm -hmm. somehow my work does something for them, I cherish that relationship. And I don't want to ever lead those people astray. Or I, I, I want to be big. human. Benny, like that's, I want to show them huge. I'm human. That's now. huge, though. That's huge. But I, integrity, I, I don't want to compromise that. Nah, but think about that. You, you already know. And, like, you're not being, I don't think you, you don't, at least to me, you don't sound sanctimonious, right? You don't mm -mm. sound like I'm on this mountain uh, and I've got all this clarity. Right. Because, like you said, you seek counsel. You right. also, in private conversation, we talk at length about reading. Yeah. So you seek understanding from people in places that are wiser than you. Right. But at the same time, you have enough self-awareness to understand um, that you don't want to lead anyone because you, you can impress upon people's minds. Definitely. And you don't want to lead anyone astray. The power of influence is something real. Mm. When you are, when you're in any kind of high profile position or you find yourself being influential, mm. for me, mm -hmm. that relationship, that's what I, I remember I tweeted a, a few uh, days ago, grow with me, please. Mm. Like I'm constantly growing, I'm constantly changing, shedding old parts of myself, growing new parts, and I want you all to grow with me. I'm going to give y'all grace, you give me grace, but let's, let's interact. Let's hold each other accountable and let's, you know, we love on each other like that. And you just mentioned, too, that you are human. I'm human. Very human. So, yeah. So you're going to make mistakes. I know I've made mistakes. Look, I, I've, I've made several. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've made mistakes. I've thrown my name and support, my credibility behind um, some pretty insidious uh, nonprofits uh, here locally. And that was a wake up call for me, too, mm -hmm. to do my due diligence. Oh, I more. have, too. Yeah. I think in a way that's yeah. the. There's a culture of that in Charleston. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I've been guilty of that as well. Right. We've, we've had our voices co-opted. I yes, think that's an definitely. experience that you and I share. Definitely. And, and you know what? As, as people that are black, but specifically, I guess, are broadly, more broadly marginalized folks, we're going to be tokenized. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. Tokenism is one thing, but to be um, exploited. Yeah. Because I think, quite frankly, part of um, TEDx's... Um, appeal is that it, it looks so diverse and mm -hmm. you know they have the the person from this community and the person from that identity and this person with these extraordinary stories and oftentimes too where i'm conflicted about a tedx charleston at least i can't speak to other cities and how they run um the the ted platform it feels like a oppression porn like like as if there are you know they want you to perform your oppression so i, I applaud you for stepping away I applaud you for um, I applaud you for just you know being a man of your integrity, being a man of integrity, and stepping away. 
So that note, we we just we, you touched on the music hall, and we know that on September twenty second, you broke his, you made history at the music hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted you to talk more about because that's what people know you from. I think that was a watershed moment, pun intended. It was a watershed moment for you professionally and personally. And so I wanted you to talk about what's new for you, what's coming up for you. The Water Album. I'm really <laughs> excited, real excited about uh, a yeah. Water Album on Juneteenth. Okay. It's coming out on Juneteenth, June 19th, almost nine months exactly from when we, when we recorded it uh, at uh, Charleston Music Hall. Right. It's a labor of love. It's so definitely <laughs> been a labor of love. So independently created and independently uh, actualized. Right. So I'm really excited about that and to show another uh, phase of myself as an artist. Right. And so Juneteenth holds special significance for African-Americans, especially here in Charleston, um, because it's, a, it's our, in essence, our day of, like, emancipation. Like, right. Um, uh, we don't... The 4th of July... It's so complicated because the 4th of July here in Charleston has a very specific place with the Tulalu that I talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but for most African-Americans throughout the country who are descendants of the of enslaved Africans, it's Juneteenth is our Independence Day. Right. So right. that's awesome that you decided to release on that day. Mm-hmm. That was very important. Very important. Mm-hmm. It was the, It's the same release day of uh, Free Lunch four years ago. Oh, wow. So for those who don't know your work, that's your... That was my first official album. Okay. Uh, after like a series of mixtapes. Right. So that was 2015, okay. Juneteenth, which happened to be two, two days after Emmanuel. Wow. And so just this process in between that time and now, mm-hmm. more growth, um, more change, mm-hmm. more evolution. So what is the, like, yeah, you just said more growth and more evolution. What are some of the key differences? What Give me just one or two really big differences between Free Lunch and Award Album. I think who, I, who I'm speaking to, I think uh, Free Lunch for me was a really bombastic stand against the system. It was my, me making proclamations against right. the system with my people in mind, like saying, come on, let's make this boom-ba- make this boombastic stand with me. Mm. This one is more me um, having a conversation with my people and my community and expressing myself and being more vulnerable with them, uh, taking them on a journey with me on how I've changed, mm-hmm. the ways I still need to change, things I still struggle with. Because I believe like doing that because so many other people are doing that as well, meaning we realize that you can't, uh, it sounds cliche to say this, but mm. you can't heal what you don't reveal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that I still struggle with, you know what right. I mean, as a, as, a, as a black man. And even the idea of not being so rehearsed, because Free Lunch was a studio album. Oh. So there were many songs that, you know, get it wrong, get it wrong, work on it, work on it, work on it. This whole element of embracing that improv- improvisational aspect that is like into jazz and, and gospel, I performed it live in front of everybody. So if I messed up, okay, embrace that. How do I jump right back in and improvise and still create a memorable experience? That's dope. For those uh, just tuning in, this is Mika Gadsden, your host of Miked Up on Ohm, a weekly activist uh, radio show. I'm sitting here with my friend and guest, Benny Starr. We're talking about the recent TEDx article that was uh, published today from the city paper here in Charleston. We're also talking about his upcoming, uh, the forthcoming Awarder album, which was recorded live in the music hall, Charleston Music Hall on September 22nd of 2018. Um, Just a reminder, uh, you're listening to OWN Radio, which is on 96.3 FM uh, on your dial. You can stream us online by visiting www.ohmradio963.org. And you can find out more information there about um, our mobile app. Uh, so, yeah, and we're lo- broadcasting live here from Workshop. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about the album coming up. We talked about Juneteenth and some key differences between the previous work, which was Free Lunch, and this one. I, and I have to tell you, as your as, as someone who's, I'm, I'm being very honest, I'm yeah. still catching up on your work. I'm mm-hmm. still, I, you know, this like last weekend I texted you and asked you, you know, give me, you know, tell me what tracks you feel you've, you know, we're really aggressive or give right. me some suggestions on what to listen to. So I'm I'm digging through a lot of the even things that predate free lunch. Right. So what what kind of work was that um before free lunch? Oh, it was really me with a chip on my shoulder trying Your to prove Your voice sounded way different. I was a lot younger. <laughs> no, but it sounded before the whiskey. No, but it no but before see, the tequila. 
Listen, oh, let me my bad. Okay. You sound smoother now. I would expect the opposite. I almost feel like you put a little bit more grit and grime in your voice. I did. You did. Yeah. That was I intentional. Was becoming a, I was learning how to be a more seasoned performer. Okay. And getting comfortable with my voice because my voice wasn't even something that I liked. You don't like I had the sound of your voice. Speech impediment, really. Oh. I had like a strong lisp that really? I would really, that really used to bother me. Okay. Before really early in in me recording. Um, and I was was really lyrical. Like I, I had a chip on my shoulder to prove I could rap because very few people believed mm -hmm. that an MC on caliber with the great MCs that we hold in high regard could come out of here. Mm -hmm. So I had to be so adamant about just proving every metaphor, <laughs> every entendre, wordplay, everything like it's in every song. Like you can dissect it and be a good songwriter. Mm -hmm. Writing my own hooks. Tying songs together, being creative with the uh, you would approach. You would demonstrate all of that in those early In those work? early mixtapes. Right. Because I think, to me, um, what as a person who's a, a avid hip-hop listener, that is one of your signature strengths, is that I can tell that you study your craft. Mm -hmm. And that's not just me just saying that to a friend. You really can tell that you study not just hip-hop, but other uh, other genres. What, what genres are you influenced by? Definitely a lot of soul, gospel. Mm -hmm jazz as of more more recently um and, and that's a, i think that's another thing that i was trying to mm. what do i i was trying to come to terms with what do i do with all of the stuff that really really moves me and that like sets me on fire like stories the stories of a lot of my favorite soul oh, like artists telling, and gospel artists uh, oh, and the jazz stories artists. behind the, the artists. stories behind the artists mm. and the stories of the genres themselves and when the music comes on how it just lights me up and how i can connect things in all of those genres with the artists who sung songs and who played instruments and where they're from and s small things like that. So I was trying to figure out, besides me being just a great MC, mm -hmm. how do I develop into the artist? And I couldn't see what that artist was gonna look like. Hmm. Still can't see what it's gonna look like five years from now, but I knew I had to figure out a way to incorporate all of me mm. into my work, not just have the work be a great MC. Oh, wow. Okay. So let me, okay, so you know what? What I want to do is let me take another break, a really brief break this time, and then what we're going to do is come back and talk about another recent development that I think people would really want to know about and just get right back into the a Water album as well. Okay. All right, so, um, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to gonna take another, make, yeah, make this out. She's performing live tonight, right? She is. She is. I won't be there. Uh, I wanted to, but I won't be there. I might be a hot boy tonight. Um, oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Mm, Never mind. Okay, we'll come back with that <laughs> with that hot take. All right. I, I. Money good. Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I text? Yeah, I should. I ain't got to worry about money good. Ride with some hitters and they wish about wood. I don't want to argue about it, baby, y'all ain't good. If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good. I don't got to worry about Man, I hate money good. Ride Never let a sack chase a hang in my click. Getting clout, trying to get rich. Better hide your wallet when I fall in the mix. Can't deny I'm a star. You can tell by my walk. I ain't even got a bottom. He just love how I talk. I'm embracing the fake. I'm accepting the hate. If I wasn't number one, they wouldn't come from my place. Money good. Throw up where I'm from. Let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word about money good. Ride with some hitters and they wish I would. I don't want to argue about it, baby. Yeah, I ain't good. If she got a band, let her in. Yeah, she good. I ain't got a word about money good. Throw up where I'm from. Let them know I'm still hood. Should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word about money good. Ride with some hitters and they wish I would. I don't want to argue about it, baby. Yeah, I ain't good. If she got a band, let her in. Yeah, she good. 
money good Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should I ain't gotta worry about money good Hair long, nail long, money long too Get a bag, spin it, make it back time too I can never let nobody tell me what to do If a nigga get the trip and I'ma throw that boy the deuce Pull up in a Rolls Royce, spin a rocker show Clicks full of bad friends, we at Papa Do's Rent dude finna let your baby daddy know He in love with me, but he know the player's role Money good, throw up where I'm from, let him know I'm still hood I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should I ain't gotta worry about money good Ride with some hitters and they wish I would I don't wanna argue about it, baby, yeah, I'm good If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good Money good. Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word about money good. Uh -uh, bring that motherfucking beat back. <laughs> what Juicy say? He's like, shut the f Welcome back. This is Miked Up on Ohm, your host, Mika Gadsden. Um, and I'm here with my friend and guest, Benny Starr. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Hi. This is NPR. Let me stop. No, this is Ohm Radio. <laughs> this is Ohm Radio. <laughs> this is your non, uh, non-profit uh, commercial-free radio station. Please check us out online at www.omradio963.org. And also, if you're, if you're getting a sandwich here at Workshop, you can spot us here in the Cube. I call it the Cube. I don't know what anyone else calls it. This needs a name, a nickname. I don't know if we got that yet. Um, anyway, so we're talking with Benny Starr. Um, we got a recent, uh, a recent article just uh, was published today by the City Paper. That's what prompted me to, to call you in, call mm -hmm. an audible, bring you in, have you talk, give more context even though I will say that you've been very vocal, you've, you've posted a statement, and you've made a, a small mini, like, I guess a doc. I guess it's just it, it's just a really well-produced well story from um, Black Collective articulating your experience. But the story did come out today. That's why it makes it newsworthy. That's why you're on a radio station. And I'm saying that. I'm going to speak for myself right now. Right. There's a little bit of a blowback right now that we, we're seeing. Something real minor. It doesn't even deserve attention. But I would like to say that, you know what? It takes courage to do what this brother has done. Uh, and for those who don't agree with his methods or anything like that, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll watch out for what you do when that time comes. We'll, we'll focus on that. But I, I want to just commend you because it takes courage to kind of be a person out here doing things. And I think that your courageous stance on things, your activist voices led to, led to great opportunities. Um, another history-making event that you're currently about to embark upon mm -hmm. is your appearance at Spoleto Festival USA. Right. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. You all right? I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> rap, rap. Right. <laughs> Spit like 16 bars. I was like, calm. <laughs> no, but um, we're here with Benny. Um, Benny, we want to talk about Spoleto, your breaking ground. How right. you, so tell me about this about this this is what what, what history is being made oh man i think i i'm pretty sure i'm the first hip-hop artist to be a part of the finale the spoleto finale wow. uh wow. so spoleto is first a, ever first ever yeah okay spoleto is a pretty much a two an international festival two weeks of of so many different um events curated events uh performances and demonstrations of the arts um and it also coincided, and it, it started in 1977 here. Okay. So that's been a long time, 40-plus 40 40 years. Okay. So and you're the first hip-hop act. First hip-hop act okay. uh, to be a part of that finale. And, I, and, it, and it also coincides with the movement of it 
to Riverfront Park. The finale. The finale. Okay. So because, you know, I can't. I'm not. I'm not performing on a plantation. I That's hear just that. not something I'm going to do as a as a hip hop artist. Okay. Um, so I'm happy that I'm happy that there are people. I'm mm-hmm. assuming, I'm seeing a cultural shift. Right. I'm seeing people who are more in tune with the culture, uh, being a part of making shifts in in different directions, uh, more inclusion, more representation, right. tapping into a. Um, n- not necessarily that an older age can't be a part of, but, but a right. younger right. message and a younger voice, younger so expression. That's interesting because um, I think I think um, some of the blowback you've gotten is like, okay, are you looking for purity? Like when you stand up against institutions and you point out inequity or, 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 or some sort of issue, are you looking for purity? And so some people might point to, hey, well, you know, well, this venue isn't perfect or anything like mm-hmm. that. What You just mentioned there were some changes made culturally with Spoleto. What does that tell, like, how do you approach that when people try to make you into a hypocrite? Well, I don't, I think we all, in some capacity, make some forms of concessions, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm always trying to leverage the influence and power that I have in given situations, Mm-hmm. to either bring about more justice, mm-hmm. to shift how those things work from a institutional standpoint, to make major shifts on it, not just shifts that are for show. Mm. So I was a part mm. of the TEDx programming. Mm-hmm. When I realized that something was going on, I leveraged my presence. Mm-hmm. And I leveraged my presence so that I would say, if this is how you do business, I'm not going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And also tried to use leverage my presence and my value to bring justice about for other people. And the public deserves to know when issues like this happen because it's a part of building community. We constantly talk about building the type of community we want to see here in Charleston. Mm-hmm. We harp on that. We harp on it. This is a part of the ugly process. It means it's going to be uncomfortable. At times, it's going to be uncomfortable for me. Right. It's going to be uncomfortable for people who benefited from business as usual. Mm. Sometimes the blowback comes from people who yeah. benefited from business as usual. Sometimes the people who benefited from business as usual look like me. Mm. Sometimes mm. we all have to evaluate who we are, what we are what we may or may not be perpetuating and what we're internalizing. That's a part of being able to critically think. And from a hip-hop standpoint and from my hip-hop position that I'm at, I'm always going to be that person. I do my best okay. to be that person. Can, you, can someone call the fire department? The mic is on fire. And that don't mean I'm perfect. <laughs> the mic is on fire. <laughs> I'm a human being. I, I'm going to get it wrong sometime. Hold me accountable. I love y'all. Kevin, Kevin you're going to have to get me some sound effects because that was like, I need a Jamaican air horn or something. Because <laughs> No, because that was very powerful. And you spoke from your heart. Like, yeah. just now, because we're we're live, y'all. This is community radio. People who know me know that 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 I that I that I you know Benny's my friend, um, but like during the break and whatnot, we're kind of like reacting and responding to his re- to his response, to his experience, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm thankful I'm thankful for, for you just sharing that with me just now, and I think it's important that people hear that, and um, I'm excited. When how can people find out more information about? Uh, a water album yeah. and Spoleto. Spoleto. Definitely uh, visit the website. Visit my website, BennyStar.com, for mm-hmm. all things. BennyStarSC.com. Yes. Uh, for all things Benny Star related. Uh, the album, which is a beautiful double yes. disc, excuse me, double-sided vinyl. Right. Two si- two vinyls, it's double-sided. Double, it's two discs. Yeah, two discs, double-sided. <laughs> yeah. um, it's an hour and an hour, almost an hour and a half of just music, right. beautiful music. So many great musicians and collaborators. The beautiful design, designed by a black woman here in Charleston, Samira Mache, who did the cover art, which is beautiful. It's available for pre-order right now. Right. Um, It's coming out on Juneteenth, June 19th. For information about Spoleto, visit Spoleto's website to get tickets. Uh, I'll be performing at 7 p.m., 7 to 7.45 p.m. on that June 9th date out there at Riverfront Park and I'll be playing alongside the amazing, amazing yes, 420. Shout out 420. Shout out to the 420. We're gonna get we're gonna bring our ancestors out there with us. We we're will. gonna bring the community, everyone who wasn't able to be on that stage before. See that's what I'm you know you, you touched on this in, in on I, I follow you at um 
heavily on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I saw this. You were talking about stories and who gets to tell our, our, our stories as African Americans, as descendants of the enslaved. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you to be on that stage and bring bring those people with you? It's very important. Mm-hmm. It's very important for me to be able to do that. I think about my grandma a lot. Uh, this this strong black woman who raised 10 kids in Pineville, South Carolina. I remember when I was really young. I talked about it on my Instagram today. We got a Yamaha uh, <laughs> keyboard yeah. for, for Christmas. <laughs> and I called her. My grandma was like, we got a keyboard. My grandma was like, you got a keyboard? Bring it over. <laughs> I, she had never seen a keyboard. She didn't oh, know what a keyboard really was. Right. She's just acquainted with piano keys. Right. Okay. And we brought a keyboard over there. And when she actually thought something else was the keyboard, but it was way small, it was just something totally oh, irrelevant. Okay. And we brought this big Yamaha keyboard. <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, my God. And we hit one of the pre-played yeah. songs. And she started dancing. And for me, the older I got, the more, that was the only time I saw her, like, I think she was so joyful because I was joyful, right? Mm. That made, the older I get, that makes me, I go back to that. Mm. And I'm thinking, how many of our strong, resilient, innovative, creative, I mean, so expressive, how many of our people, mm. our ancestors, forefathers and foremothers, mm. there were so many of them that should have been a part of festival, not simply a festival, but since we're talking about a festival, mm-hmm. in the way that I am going to be a part of it, in a way that we can tell our own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I got to take them with me. I got to take all my contemporaries with me. Mm-hmm. I got to take my peers with me. That energy will be there on that stage because though I may be the first, mm-hmm. the goal is definitely not for me to be the only or the last one. You know what? And on that note, we're going to end it. Man, I really appreciate you for coming through. Thank you for having um, me. It was real quick. Ad, uh, ask for on my, behar- my part, um, but I look forward to uh, getting a water album in my hands. And I also get ready. What date should people remember, though? People should remember June 19th. Okay. June 19th, 2019, 6-19-19. I'm telling you right now. I'm st- I, I just we just gave the final approvals for our the the, the last round of test pressing yeah, you go. for the vinyl and you know I was really emotional and floored how is it, just hearing it back because I'm a performer yep. so I didn't get to hear it like a member of the audience you got to hear from our I, vantage point yes I'm I'm really excited for everyone to hold this in their hands and to listen to and connect with it well um he men- Kev mentioned we're gonna wrap up because we know we got a show coming but mm-hmm. Kev you mentioned before our engineer well I'm yeah I'm gonna call him engineer intern Kev mentioned it before. That you know, be great if we could play what an album here. I think one day we might do a little party here. I don't know. What I you think thinking. that would be a great idea. Okay, so we y'all put we put that in the ether. Y'all make it happen. Y'all call on me like, yo, we want Benny here. <laughs> we want an event to go to. Cause right. I'm gonna try to make it happen. But until next time, y'all. Thanks for rocking out with me, Mika, on Miked Up on Ohm. Until then, yo, stay black.